Hey everybody, Bill here, Bill and Dan, and I am here to invite you to listen to this little sampler platter of moments from our episode on Lewis Paget. Today we're talking about a really cool complex story called Mimsy Where the Boar Goes by Lewis Paget. Who is not actually Lewis Paget, who is actually Henry Kuttner and his wife Catherine Moore. Most simply put, it's a story about a guy who sends a box of children's toys back through time and stuff happens. Yeah, this is a fabulous story in my opinion. I mean, it's it's short, but there's a lot of things to unpack while you're going through it. It's a story that has a fairly straightforward plot. The, the events lead relatively quickly in terms of the chronology of the story or the timeline of the story from beginning to end. But in terms of the pathway that we take as readers and the understanding that's developed, and of course then the questions that it poses to us, it's far, far more complex. And, and as you were saying right at the beginning, it's a, it's a really, really wonderful, rich story. Yeah, and I'm not really sure, Bill, what, what do you think the key takeaway is from this story? Or, or is there just a, too many to list? In some ways, I think it is asking the question, just like other stories have asked, what does it mean to be human? In a way, this asks, what does it mean to be alien? And that is a really fascinating kind of concept to toss out to readers, especially back in 1943. Yeah, and I'm not really sure, I mean, the word alien is interesting because it doesn't seem yeah. like Emma and Scott are, you know, they're still human, right, genetically and physically. The only thing that's really changed is they've found a different way to think about things. And that that way of thinking is what really resonates as the alienness of their actions because it's incomprehensible to us what they're doing. And at the end, it becomes incomprehensible to us, you know, what happens to them. So that's where the, the alienness and the weirdness comes in. Yeah, another, another thing that's interesting about this story in general is a lot of early science fiction, and probably science fiction in general, doesn't really use children very much as any type of protagonist or, or any type of you know, plot device. Uh, it, it's probably much more prevalent in, in horror fiction, right? If you think of Stephen King or you know, even Ray Bradbury you know, as a horror-slash-science-fiction guy, uses kids a lot in in his stories but in general you know a lot of science fiction i think at least early science fiction kind of glossed over the role of kids in these societies so one of the reasons that kids are part of it is the authors making that claim that the the younger the mind the more malleable and the more adaptable and the less fixed in one particular kind of logic Hey there, it's Teaser Bill again, and I'm going to give you a special treat and let you listen in to our segment where we talk about how Mimsy Where the Boar Goes falls on our hmm, whoa, what the fuck scale. Let's talk about it in terms of the whoa, hmm, what the fuck scale. What do you think about this the one? Patent, the patent pending whoa, hmm, and what the fuck scale. Is it, does it lean in one way or another for you, Dan? Well, to me, I would say Mimsy falls in the whoa category because that that final scene where the you know the children are disappearing into the other weird dimension or whatever we're calling it and you know just with the whole build up of the idea that there's 
that you could be trained somehow in in perceiving a new way of the universe. That to me is just it, that's pretty out there. It may even border on the what the fuck, but I'm I'm giving it a solid whoa for me. Yeah, I I go along with that. And then I think some of the implications, you know, how how do we begin to think about the idea of of the alien? How do we begin to think about the idea of of transformation of the self of the psyche? I think there's there's some some stuff that makes you think, and so I, I think it's got a, a a healthy hmm element to it. But I'd say that it's primarily a woe for me. And as I say so often on the show, yep, I agree. So that gives us probably a solid double woe from Bill and Dan on Mimsy. I'm hoping that a five-minute teaser isn't quite enough to satisfy your sweet tooth for a little bit of banter between Bill and Dan here. So why don't you come back and listen to the entire episode, and then why don't you just settle in and listen to the whole series? You know you want to. You know you want to.